is going to be for a haunting in venice um haunting in venice is kenneth Branagh returning again as hercule poirot uh, the famous infamous detective of the agatha christie novels and this is his third time playing the character after his first two times being uh murder on the orient express and death on the nile now with these movies uh my experience i kind of think death on uh, death on the nile i don't like uh huh. i think that's very weak um, Murder on the Express, I think, is okay. I think it's yeah. decent. It's it's fine. Um, but with the Haunting in Venice, I wasn't really looking that much forward to this. Mm -hmm. I was like, uh, like I, I didn't even think the last two, the last one, did that well enough to even deserve a sequel. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, because I think in the first trailer that they released for this, they didn't even show any bit of Hercule Poirot until the very last second of the trailer, and this kind of just sold it as, yeah, this is just like a creature creepy moving that is this set in the conjuring universe it probably could be and then hercule poirot shows up yeah um so with this i wasn't really that much looking forward to it uh but walking out of it i will say like i think that this is the best one out of the hercule poirot kenneth brown movies so far um i think what it does uh you know doing it as like because a lot of it really is more of an original creation mm -hmm. even though it is based off the agatha christie novel there is no agatha christie novel called a haunting in venice it's based off yeah, like a, a, a it's based a, very loosely off her novel halloween party yeah um so a lot of that they take a lot of elements from that but a lot of the story that like the structure of this characters of the same name but some of the structures mm -hmm. they change and everything like that uh for this movie um and i think the the mix of the horror elements and the mystery elements it being in this, you know, very tight space of this house works really well. A lot of that works fine. Uh, the whole kind of story of, in this movie, Hercule Poirot, it opens up with him. He's retired. He's kind of mm -hmm. over it now. He's like, I'm done over solving these cases. Um, he's kind of living out my life. Even though, you know, he walks out of his house, he has a long list of, he has a whole line of people waiting for him. You know, they have all their stories to tell him about like, hey, I think, you know, I have this case for you, this case for you. He's just ignoring it and going about his time. But yeah, someone bodyguard hiding down the corner, ready to clothesline these people. <laughs> uh, clotheslines, yeah, the shit out of a guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that actor, what's his name? Oh, um, it's uh, Ricardo uh, Scarmas. Scamarcio, and yeah. you probably last saw him in uh, John Wick Chapter 2. He was the main villain in there. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, you have him yeah, who's in this movie, who's bodyguard. But, of course, as always, right, he gets pulled back in. Um, a person comes to him who's uh, Tina Fey, who's a writer, uh, who's by the name of Oliver, uh, Adrian uh, Oliver, and, you know, she... Oh, what were you going to say? Something? Oh, it's uh, Ariane Oliver, I think is oh, I'm uh, sorry. how you pronounce her name. Adriana Oliver, who comes in, and she's the one that kind of helped make Hercule Poirot mm -hmm. famous. She's the one that, you know, initially, you know, kind of wrote a book about him and then, mm -hmm. you know, about his case, and that kind of made him into infamy status there. So, you know, she's like, hey, I got this party going on, you know, and this medium who's played by Michelle Yeoh is coming to help, um, you know, uh, investigate the death of a, uh, mm -hmm. you know, wealthy person's no, daughter. It's not, not even investigating, it's just a straight up seance seance yeah try to summon the daughter there to you know have one last kind of talk with her meeting with her um and then you know it, a lot of tina Fey's characters about inviting her to this party mm -hmm. help investigate it and see if like is this person a fake is, are they real mm -hmm. you know is this character michelle yo is, is she true or not and she actually can she communicate with the dead mm -hmm. um yeah, it, it 
it adds a new wrinkle compared to the last two movies because because Hercule Poirot is just kind of there strung along for the ride and then the murder happens. And here there's another reason for him to be in this setting besides just somebody invited me. He he's, has a purpose for being there. It's like, try and find the con that I can't. Yeah. Um, and then it, a lot of people round up this case. So I mentioned Tina Fey, mentioned Michelle Yeoh. Uh, you also have Jamie Dorn, uh, Dorn, who's in this, who people might, might know he was in Belfast, who is, hey, it's Kenneth Branagh, Belfast mm-hmm. connection here. He got him back. Uh, he also- Also, uh, Jude, also Jude Hill, who played uh, who played uh, Jamie Dornan's son in that film as well. Oh, nice. Okay, nice, nice. Uh, so yeah, got some Belfast connection there. You mentioned Ricardo, who's, in, who's the uh, former cop character in this. Um, you also have Kelly uh, Riley, who's in this, uh, who's playing uh, the uh, the mother of the deceased daughter, um, who's in this. Um, and then you have the two assistants of Michelle Yeoh, who's in this. Uh, do you have their names? I'm trying to see. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Emma Laird. She was on that uh, Paramount show, Mayor of Kingstown. And you have a uh, Ali Khan, who I'm not seeing any. Uh, I'm not seeing any other credits for him. Okay. So that basically, you know, kind of rounds out there and it's them kind of trapped in this environment. Um, and while they're trapped here, you know, of course people get picked off kind of one by one mm-hmm. and it's up to her girl to kind of find out who is the murderer here. Um, yep. Just people just stop inviting Hercule Poirot places because somebody eventually just dies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, somebody even mentions that. It's like, you are just the cloud of death. I mean, basically. Uh, yeah. Also, Kyle uh, Allen is also in here. He's the uh, former uh, husband of the deceased daughter who's also in this. Um, so, yeah. I So, what I really like about this movie, you know, the setting of it, mm-hmm. it being on Halloween, the creepiness of it, I think that works really well. Um, also, this cast seems a lot smaller as compared to Death on the Nile or mm-hmm. Murder on the Orient Express. I want to see if it's the same amount of people that you kind of see, because Usually with these murder mystery movies, you know, you look at the cast list and you go like, oh my God, this person and this person. Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing with Murder on the Orient Express. It's like you look at the cast list, huge cast list and all these people you like, like William Defoe and uh, uh, Dame Judi Dench and Johnny Depp and Michelle Pfeiffer, Daisy Ridley. And then there's only so much screen time that can mm-hmm. go around. And it kind of leaves a lot of people, you know, kind of like you didn't really do much with mm-hmm. them, even though you had this really good actor yeah. there. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at with uh, why that, you know, for the most part, I haven't been a huge fan of a lot of Kenneth Branagh's uh, takes with this character because you have that, even though it is a stacked cast and everybody is great in their role, you don't get enough time to focus on any of them. And at the end of the day, most of these movies are just about solving the mystery. They're not really interested in building character. And I think that's one of the better aspects of this film is that you do get to spend a little bit more time with characters versus uh, the last two uh, Hercule Poirot movies. Mm, yeah. So it's it's making it smaller cast. You're able to kind of focus in on more people, explore kind of more things, um, get their stories. I mean, they still kind of play types. You know, like Jamie mm-hmm. Dorn, he's the doctor who's got a troubled past. He's got PTSD. You know, he's like mm-hmm. the doctor character. You know, and then Kyle Allen, he's the, you know, uh, bitter ex-husband you know like you know they, they still kind of play in types there but i think they work better here in, in a movie like this with the most smaller yeah. cast yeah they work better here and i think that uh this cast manages to give them more layers outside of just playing those types versus versus in uh death on the nile and even to a lesser extent murder on the orient express where they were all just playing stereotypes yeah 
Um, and then with the added aspect of, you know, Hercule Perot, which, you know, I won't say exactly what's kind of going mm-hmm. on here, but, you know, he's kind of, he doesn't have all control of his faculties in this mm-hmm. and that adds another kind of yeah, there, to things. Yeah, there's an aspect to this that I think adds a new interesting layer in that this is a character who is very logical. He's kind of lost his faith in God and in humanity. And he's at a point where he's questioning all of that. And you get this interesting layer to him being brought to this party thinking, or oh, it's like, ghost isn't real. Like none of this shit, none of this shit exists. And it, the movie is making a very compelling case to the latter. Yeah, and it's like, how do you explain all this mm-hmm. is kind of going on? Uh, also, it helps that this movie was shot on location in Venice, um, as opposed to like Death on the Nile, which you can clearly tell like they did not actually go to. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was some <laughs> some awful green screen. <laughs> yeah, that was that was really bad. So that actually that helps it too that like you're in a real, you feel like you're in mm-hmm. the real environment there and going it, on. So that actually yeah, it, it makes the environment feel tangible and something that. Uh, and uh, the cinematography here, it's done by uh, Harris uh, Zambarkalos, who's also shot uh, shot the first Thor and uh, shot Belfast for Branagh as well. And it adds this like air of creepiness to it and this kind of just haunting atmosphere of grief that is, I think, is very well explored in this. Mm, yeah. Um, well, I talk a lot about it. What are some of your uh, thoughts you want to go on about haunting in Venice? Yeah, I'm kind of at the same place with you. I think this is probably the best iteration, uh, the best uh, version of uh, Kenneth Branagh's uh, take on this character. He was reprising this role from the last two films. I wasn't crazy about uh, Death on the Nile, and I thought Murder on the Orient Express was just fine. But with Haunting in Venice, I think because you're adding those new interesting elements, like you are leaning more into horror with this one than you are in the previous two films, you're adding, you're getting to spend more time with characters before uh, ultimately getting to the mystery. And I thought the mystery aspect of this also was really interesting. And I'm curious to rewatch it with that knowledge and seeing if that actually holds up. Mm, yeah. Um, and, you know, these movies, uh, you know, especially kind of comparing it to, like, recent murder mysteries that have come out to, like, Knives mm-hmm. Out, you know, like, mm-hmm. which, how fun you watch those ones, the Ryan Johnson films, and how fun those are, and how much a good time those are, um, you know, and, and, and I don't think it, I don't think this one is as yeah. good as the Knives Out movies. I mean, I, mean that, uh, I, think, I think that's also a case of the Knives Out movies, those are meant to be a deconstruction of the murder mystery genre versus this, where it's just a straightforward uh, murder mystery. True. Um, that's, that's very true too. Um, so yeah, you know, so I don't think it's, you know, like, you know, cause you had kind of a comparison to that, like when mm-hmm. death on the Nile and murder mm-hmm. or express came out and it's like, Oh wait, like this is how you do it. This is actually yeah, how you do it. You had that comparison, but that's also because of, I think recency bias because those, all of those projects came out so close together with each other. Yeah, uh, which was another thing too. Um, so yeah, like Hunting Events, I think you know has that good fun in it. Um, like I said, it's more of a straightforward murder mystery there about you know getting the clues and seeing him all put it together and how is he going to crack this case. That's always a good thing with a lot of these cases of you know figuring out like how is he going to put all this together and discover who the killer is and can you guess who the killer is? And I think you have a lot of fun with that. Um, it's not as obvious as I don't think it's something like Death on the Nile was. Um, so you have that kind of going for it. 
Um, like I mentioned, the setting of you know Venice that looks really nice. It's in the middle, like when he's doing this, they're doing it at night, and this huge storm that's happening outside. You know, so you hear these crashing waves, mm-hmm. and it's you know hitting the building that you know adds this ambiance to it. Mm-hmm. Um, really good performances from the cast, I think. Like Tina Fey, who comes in, she's mm-hmm. um, almost like his. He she fills the place of the last guy in the first two movies mm-hmm. of like his assistant in it because she kind of helps him, you know, as as assistant of like putting together the clues and everything like that. Um, I forgot that actor's name and the character's oh, name. Oh, that was uh, Tom Bateman, who was okay. in the last two movies. I don't yeah. remember the character's name either. <laughs> yeah, so she kind of fills that void here. And I think she does a pretty decent job um, here is filling that role. Um, and, you know, you have like kind of other characters in here, like I mentioned, like Kyle Allen and Jamie Dern, um, who also rounded out. And then like Michelle Yeoh and her assistants. Um, they also do a fantastic job. The seance scene is also really well handled too. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really great. That was really well handled. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's like I said, putting all that together. Um, this being kind of one of the, I think the better one um, of all the other Hercule, Kenneth Branagh Hercule movies. So I was really pleasantly surprised by that. It's a good way kind of to come in early into October as mm-hmm. we're getting closer to you know spooky season. I feel like a lot of horror movies kind of getting there. This is kind of a decent you know kind of way to get into that. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was pretty nice. Um, and this is kind of, I think the best I liked Kenneth Branagh's Hercule Poirot. I always thought he did a pretty good job, even if mm-hmm. I didn't like the, all the movies, other two movies all that much. I still think he mm-hmm. did a solid job in there. But this one's the best I like him as yeah, well. Like, it's like, yeah. I liked him fine in uh, Murder on the Orient Express, but in Death on the Nile, I thought he was just kind of playing, just really delving into just going full-on caricature with the character. And here you're getting more depth and more layers to him versus Death on the Nile. Yeah, um, so I, I appreciate that more. Um, because, you know, it's kind of testing him of, you know, kind of asking the question of, like, you know, I don't believe mm-hmm. in, you know, uh, afterlife, because if that means there's souls, and if that's souls, and it means there's God... Mm-hmm. Um, and then if God has existed this whole time, I mean, I was like, I just don't believe in that because of all the things I've seen in my decades and decades of work of, of being a detective, being in the war, things like that. So that was, that it added a little bit more layer to his skin, a little bit more dimension to the character I think I've seen in the other films. So for that, I would give it a, mm, I'd give it a kind of a lowish tune in, high stream, <laughs> yeah, kind of lowish tune in type territory. What about you? I'm kind of there too. I'm really leaning more into the high stream it. I think that this is definitely the best of uh, Kenneth Branagh's Hercule Poirot films. I think it's the one that has the most compelling mystery to it. And adding those layers of introducing elements of horror, I think Kenneth Branagh really plays with those tools very well. Um, I think it's uh, his best performance of the character. And I think it's the strongest supporting cast of any of these films. Like, uh, like, uh, Jamie Dornan, uh, Tina Fey, Jude Hill, Emma Laird, uh, Ricardo Scamarcio, uh, Michelle Yeoh, and even, uh, Kyle Allen. I think they all do wonderful work with their screen time. And the huge standout is Kelly Riley. Mm. Riley, who I saw on Yellowstone what few episodes I've seen of it and she's fine but yeah this is probably one of my favorite performances I've seen of her mm, okay mm, nice nice um so yeah that was so you gave more of a high stream it yeah I'm at a high stream it there is the argument for because of how the sound is mixed in this that getting into that theater like you said of hearing those waves crash because a storm is going on during this entire mystery uh the score here which is done by uh 
uh, Hilder uh, Guadaltier, who won the Oscar for the score for Joker. I think it's all adds to that creepy atmosphere, but do I think it's necessary? Not really. Mm, yeah. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, I'll give it kind of a lowish tune in. Very nice. Um, so that was our ratings for A Hunting in Venice.